Praise God. I want to talk about some things that every believer must be aware of and balance as a matter of urgency. And that is the area of the believer's responsibility. There is this wave of uh, awareness in a lot of us about the believer's identity. It is so glorious to talk about the believer's identity. When we talk about when we talk about knowing who we are in Christ Jesus, all right, and what has been done for us and who, what our inheritance is in Christ Jesus, what a glorious revelation, what a glorious feel to know that we have such blessings in God. But the truth is that a lot of believers, a lot of us know these things, quote it, all right, and get excited about it. We want to hear it again and again and again. But that doesn't mean that the expected change is happening in the life of the believer. Do you know why? It is not as if God's word is not potent enough to prove itself. But there is a constant that we must understand about the nature of God, about the character of God. It's, it's, it's even as evident in nature. When we look at our, 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 our natural environment, there is something that creates the balance. The, no, the knowledge of your identity must translate into your knowledge of your responsibility. You should know yourself enough to become responsible in the house of God, in the things of the kingdom, in the things that concerns God. If it is all about, I know who I am, I know I'm going to become this, I'm going to become that, you're going nowhere. Do you understand? You must realize that there is all of these things is to bring it to a point where you let it, where you let it all go for God. Where you are saying it's all, all for the sake of God. You're no longer seeking your own. Why? Because all the things that you are really hoping that that's your knowledge of your identity, identity will translate to. They are vanity. If you feel because you know who you are in Christ Jesus, that's going to make you rich, that's going to make you whatever, it's, all of that is vanity. So what do you think God will just sit down, all right, the high point of what he wants to make out of you will be vanity? No, God will not make impact out of you. Do you understand? So it's good for believers to wake up to that understanding, all right, of their responsibility. In fact, talk more about the believer's responsibility than you talk about the believer's identity. Do you understand why? Because... The believer's identity, you can talk about it and finish it right now. But responsibility is continuous. You have, it depends on the kind of needs that come. You have to keep realizing that you have a responsibility. Look at this scripture that I want to share with you. All right? From the Psalms, Psalm 50 verse 5. Look at what it says. It says, Gather my sins together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my sins. Of, of, of this whole con congregation, all right, please select and pick some people out. There are some people that are different among them. Who are those? Those who have made covenant with me. Covenant means that which makes me bind, which makes me uh, um, law bound to answer to them. Gather my sins together unto me. Those who have what? Made a covenant with me. How? Through their sacrifices. Through their sacrificial service, through the sacrifice they offer, through everything they did sacrificially, it has become a covenant to me. See, anytime, see, whether we are in the old or in the new, anytime you do something out of a sense of sacrifice, it wasn't convenient, all right? God recognizes it. That was said, God is not unjust to forget your labor of love. God does not forget. He recognizes it. It is staring at his face. He's concerned about it. Do you understand? It's never waste. He said, gather them. Do you understand? All right. You have to realize that there will be something you are going to learn to sacrifice. The Bible says, present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God. What did he say? He said, this is your number one assignment. This is your reasonable service. 
Meaning this is all that should matter to you. This is all that should concern you. But is that what we're having today? What we're having right now is those who want to be at ease in Zion. Those who want to have it, have it at the... At, at, at the most convenient level, appealing the senses, appealing the flesh. Nobody wants to see the area of sacrifice. Some people, look, some people look for theologies to justify how to protect their flesh, how to esteem their carnal values. Do you understand? There's this scripture that I know we all know, all right? But, I, I, but we read it halfway. All right, Ephesians 2.10, look at it. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. We love it that way. But look at what it says. He said, unto good responsibility, good work, good duty. You have a duty. You have work to do. Yes, you are not saved by works, but you are saved to work. You are not saved by work. You are saved by grace, but you are saved by grace to work. Do you understand? All right. And that work is sacrificial work. That work is sacrificial service. It is your reasonable service. This is what makes the believer fruitful. Look, listen to me. When you give birth to a child in a house, all right, that child receives all the attention from the mother, the father, the siblings, everybody around because he is a child. He doesn't do anything, everything is done for him or for her. Okay, that's because he's a child. But do you expect that child to remain like that forever where everything is being done for him? If that child is seven years old, he's still being carried to go to go do this and do that so if when that child is 10 years old he's still being fed all right still being spoon fed we'll know that that child is sick that child is not healthy that means there are a lot of sick people spiritually all right and they're ranting about quoting i know who i am in christ jesus but they are sick because they are not woken up to responsibility they're still waiting to have things done for them that is not the plan of god for his children god wants you to be mature enough to take a stand to face your responsibility, to do what should be done in the house of God, to be concerned about the assignments of the kingdom. Do you understand? If you think that serving God is all about you, getting married, getting a car, having a house, and living what you call good life, unbelievers have all of these things without serving God. So serving God is not measured, the success in the kingdom is not measured by how the world measures theirs, and we need to be delivered from that. We need to be delivered from measuring success from the way unbelievers measure their ass. From the same indices they use, from the same parameter they use. We are of a different origin, from a different kingdom. Our life is different. We are called unto God. We are called for service. And what matters to us should be different from what matters to, to, to the unbelievers. We are created unto good works. We are called to offer sacrifices to God. All right? It's our reasonable service. How are you concerned about the work of God? How are you concerned about the things that pertain to the kingdom? How much are you among those who look for how to attack and criticize the things of God, the things happening in church, or the servants of God? Are you concerned about your brethren in church when there is a duty called upon in the house of God? Are you among those that take the front line to want to be a part of it to see it done? Are you among, are you among if you have a, a pastor, who is faithful in the service of God and what he has his called to do? Are you among those who encourage him? Who is concerned about how he's faring? Or you're among those who become his headache? You're among his critic? You're among those who look at him cynically? What role are you playing? How much have you recognized that you are not a visitor in the house of God? That you are a part of this house? How much have you seen the happening and the fortress of the work of God as your sole responsibility? You don't have to be on the pulpit to preach to do that. Do you understand? 
all right as in the human body there's the leg there's the eyes there's the hand all right the leg does not become the eyes do you understand but the leg is fulfilled by being on that way he is the hand is fulfilled the finger ears is fulfilled all right what part of the body do you belong what role are you playing there how useful are you in the body Gather my saints together unto me, those who have made covenant with me by sacrifice. Is it only when it is convenient that you give? Is it only when it's convenient that you serve? Do you give out of sacrifice? Do you serve out of sacrifice? Do you look for excuse not to be part of that meeting that is called? Do you look for a reason not to be part of that uh, need that, is, that, 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 that thing that needs to be attended to? Do you know why? There is a law in the spirit. Okay? What you sow is what you reap. All right, and old, old or New Testament does not change that. It's as long as the earth remains, that is the law. Do you remember what I'm talking about? All right, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will not cease. As long as the earth remains, it is a law, it is binding. Do you understand? It is what you sow, you reap. He said, do not be deceived. Whatever I must sow, that's what you reap. All right, people of God, there is a demand on you. All right, in the kingdom, there's a demand on you. Look at people that you saw in the old, in the New Testament. Look to the New Testament. New Testament. Who were those that were greatly blessed of God? Think about them. They were those who were totally given to the service of God. I hope there are people today who have been saying, "God bless me. God make me great. God answer my prayer. God do this. God do that." All right, you're wondering why is God not doing it? God is also wondering why are you not doing what you should be doing. Why are you not taking your place, your role, your duty in the house of God? And I think it's time for you to wake up. I think it's time for you to brace up and take your place. All right? When it is time to pray, that's when you're tired. All right? Do you obey the tiredness or do you push yourself against that tiredness? Because it needs to be done. When it is time to fast, that's when you give excuse why you should not. All right? How positioned are you to sacrifice as a child of God? Do not forget the knowledge of your identity in Christ must translate to the knowledge of your responsibility in Christ. And I like to put it to you. It is your functioning in your responsibility that gives expression to the testimony of your identity. God bless you. Apostle, you Charles is my name. I believe God has spoken to you. Share this audio. Amen.